0: Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. While you're in sunny Florida, be sure to visit.
1: Orlando!
0: Enter into a world of epic
2: adventure. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Orlando. This is Adam. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're good. And, and sitting across from me is? Nicholas. And coming to us all the way from North Orlando. Yes, way,
0: way across from you, it's Mark.
2: Well, welcome, everybody, to our first show of 2020. Yeah. The year yeah. of the critical uh, hit.
3: Ooh, love it.
2: The double Absolutely
0: crit, love it. You yeah, did yeah, double crit twenties,
2: crit with back. advantage. Mm.
0: Yep, yep, exactly. I'm digging it. Yes, everybody have a good New Year.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we had a big, yeah. good holiday season. Kind of, yeah. you know, taking it easy and you know, and uh, getting some hobbying done and getting some like uh, some games in at the store and. You've been uh, playing a lot, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, so yeah, you've been on a roll. Yeah, I just, uh, I just, you know, been trying to get it about a game in a week, and That's great. just trying to, just trying to trying out different stuff, and you know, got to keep, uh, got to keep all the guys and gals, you know, uh, pressured because I'm like the shooting army of the, of the local meta, and so right. I got to make sure that they all stay in line. And you've been crushing it. Yeah, I've, I have I, I have had a few good games lately, so uh, I've fallen upon a few good lists that seem pretty good, so...
2: And our, our local celebrity gamers, uh, you've been beating them.
3: Look. Yeah, yeah, so we, we've been trying to give uh, some people that are getting ready for tournaments some practice so that they can get a well-rounded, you know, uh, heads up on what to look out for when they go to LVO and Adepticon and stuff like that, so yeah so uh, I've been playing cities and um, uh, I've been I, I, I was doing some battle reports playing a lot of Tempest Eye, then I started going around and doing some of the different cities I did Living City um, I tried to put a Greywater city together and then I got bored of it after a while yeah. and left it and then uh, uh, and then I just played Hollowheart. Oh man
2: Hollowheart looks like so much fun It is
3: so much fun Mark do you know much about Hollowheart?
2: No, tell me about this.
3: All right, so uh, with the different cities, you know, you know, we were joking in the chat the other day about like what are the nicknames, like the Shooting City and the Magic City and the Surprise City, uh, all you know, all these different stuff. So Hallow Heart is all about magic. You can cast um, an extra. Uh, your wizard can 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 cast an extra time. Mm-hmm. Uh, every,
2: every wizard. Every wizard with can, the Hallow Heart keyword can cast twice, correct. or no, not twice an extra casting. Correct. Yeah. Yep.
3: And they all know two spells from the spell lore for that allegiance. They get allegiance. two spells for yep. the allegiance. Oh man. Yep. And uh, and the and in the allegiance there's six different spells for that city whereas all the other ones there's three. Yeah. So Uh-oh. for this one there's six. Uh, everybody gets like everybody knows two from Hollowheart. Uh, and then one of the artifacts you can take that person knows all the spells. Uh, yeah, they and get so, the spell book of correct. Yeah, yeah, it's um, incredible. Yeah, so I think uh, I put a list together. I looked online a little bit. Somebody won uh, Blood and Glory 2019 with the list, so I kind of took a look at that. Then I hopped on, uh, you know, uh, the Grand Alliance community and took a look at some of the different lists that people were doing, just to kind of just get a base idea of what to put together. Yeah. I lean dwarves, so a lot of the filler I put in there is going to be dwarvish, but... For the shooting and battle line. so the base that I got was um, uh, a hurricaneum and a Luminarch and a Knight Encanter and then I filled in with a couple of Battle Mages and then uh, some Handgunners and Iron Drakes and Longbeards and so with all of that uh, and then I threw in some endless spells, and uh, why not? <laughs> right, because that's what it's all about. Because with cities, yeah. you you get the empowered version of the spell, so anything you cast gets is is better than usual. So I did the um, I did the comet, the Everblaze comet because of the night encanter. Yeah, that's from, the uh, that's stormcast the, one. Storm, yeah, uh, and then I did uh, the Quicksilver swords, uh, mm-hmm. the Soul Scream bridges, and the spell portals. Yeah, the umbral spell so yeah oh my
2: goodness so your average wizard can cast like a, your low cost wizard can cast twice has five spells to choose from not including the endless spells because they're probably gonna have a spell on their profile right plus Mr. Yeah. shield or arcane bolt and then two from hallow heart
3: yeah so I gave uh I gave the artifact to my knight encanter mm-hmm. and they knew everything yeah as well as, um, which in hindsight I shouldn't have, but I did. Um, Why Oh, not? no. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't give that to my knight encanter. My knight encanter was my general. Mm. The reason is, is because the general can take a command trait that says that you get plus three to unbind uh, endless spells. Yeah. And so I took also the battalion. The battalion is just all the wizards. <laughs> it's like three That's to so six cool. wizards, right? Yeah. And the battalion says you get plus one to cast, plus one to unbind. So uh, so the knight encanter is the general, gets the command trait plus three to unbind um, uh, endless spells, and, uh, and she casts the comet. So it comes into the turn. She casts the comet, and then she casts whatever else she wants. Mm-hmm. Next turn, she dispels the comet, Cast the comet again. Next turn, dispel the comet, cast the comet again. It was oh, it was wow. glorious. Yeah. It was like the army, like it was the first time I played that army. And uh it was great. It just felt so good. Like I I I I was a little slow because there was a little like there was a lot to take in, right? All the different spells. I'm trying to like okay, I need to do this spell, then this spell, then this spell, then this spell. And I was playing Slanesh. So I'm like <laughs> Well, it's tricky because the, every time you wound uh, a Slanesh
2: hero, they get right. depravity.
3: Right, and they were playing the Celesky, uh build, which is the one that came out in the White Dwarf. You get double depravity. I can't oh, remember yeah. what, the, what, the, um, you know, what the Allegiance is called specifically, but mm-hmm. um, so double depravity. So, if, you know, he had Selesk and uh, three oh. keepers double depravity it's already just yep it seems overpowered with regular depravity yeah yeah (laughs) and it just but it because of the battalion and the few other units it was like a four to five drop army i think it was a four drop army yeah uh no uh five so it's five drops i was able to choose uh who goes first made him go first so then i got to then attempt for the double i didn't get the double till round three and that was it it was just because of the double at round three. Yeah. It was like it was just too much. It was so good. <laughs> um, that, that is, yeah, so great. so would you
0: play it again? Oh yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean,
3: I've been playing Tempest Eye a lot mm. uh, with cities. That was mainly what I did. That's what I did to Crucible. That's what I took to Coliseum stuff like that. But um, and now because of the new KO book, um, I did I lost the forty Arcanauts and their skyhooks and the chemist. Uh but the first game that that happened. What do you mean you lost them? Just they war scroll changed. They're just not worth it anymore. Yeah, so the War scroll change with the new book. The skyhooks you can't you can't spam skyhooks anymore. So you only get one special you get one of the special um guns individually for each arcanaut company. So they so have yeah, three like specials. Each unit. You get three individual, yeah, you get three specials but they all have to be unique you can't have three skyhooks in a unit.
2: Yeah, it used to be like you get one per 10, so if you had 30, right. you had three of them. Now it's just you get one if you no, have no. a unit of 30.
3: No, no, no. It, it used to be you got, you got three specials for every 10. Yeah, So yeah. In, in 30, you had nine because it was, 10 times, cause it was uh, three times three. Yeah. So I played a block of 40, so uh. I, had that, I had 12 skyhooks. The chemist said you get plus one attack on one of the weapons. So it was 24 sky hooks Shots, for that unit. Yeah. yeah. 24 inches minus two rend with tempest. Eye. I'd get it like three up, two up against heroes or monsters. It would be two up, two up to hit to wound. Yeah. D three damage. Like it was, it was, it was unfair. It was yeah. nasty. Yeah. And, uh, so now with the book, the new book, they basically said every 10, you only get one sky hook. Hmm. And so, if thirty, you would only get three. Yeah. Forty, you would only get four, and that's just not. It's a they. It it's did come down really good. It, it, it came, they came down in points, but Cause they're you still not have all your other shots. Yeah, but they took the pistols down to nine inches, Ooh. a nine inch range. Yeah, they gave them plus one to save, so they're a four up save unit now, which is nice. Yeah, and their war scroll says that when they like when they're on, uh, they get like. Uh, bravery, like extra bravery, when they're on an objective, and they get something else when they're on an objective. I can't, I can't remember exactly yeah. what, but like re-roll ones or something. I, I can't remember exactly what, but, um, uh, I've got the book right here in front of me. But um, <laughs> the uh, the the important thing is they weren't worth taking forty Arcanauts anymore. Mm. So what I did do is I took them out. Uh, don't fall asleep on me yet, Mark. I took the 40 <laughs> Arcanauts out, and I put in the Ironclad. So I put in the big ship, because yeah. that got a whole new War Scroll. Mm-hmm.
2: And it sounds so neat. Oh, my goodness. Do. It's
3: so cool. Have you heard anything about it, Mark?
0: I have not. I I need to catch up, and you're the guys to tell me about it.
3: Oh, so the new, uh, the new Cardron Overlords, their new special ability is called Fly High. So all the ships get the ability... To basically redeploy anywhere on the board, nine inches away, during their oh. movement phase. So they basically like fly up and then fly down. You know, uh, they, can, they can retreat and do it. They can uh, and they have a limited amount of people that can they can do it with. Usually it's about half capacity. Mm-hmm. So okay. um, the ironclad can do it with like fifteen models. Um, at a you know it it, it, it can usually hold twenty five. But when it holds 25, it's half movement and can't fly high. Mm-hmm. 15 or less, you can fly high, full movement. If it takes more than seven wounds or something like that, then, then you can't fly high. So, um, so once you start hurting it, it's not going to be able to do mm-hmm. this. Anyway, so I took that full of uh, 10 Thunders. So I, I basically put in, I, I took out my Chemist and 40 Arcanauts, put in the Ironclad and 10 Thunders to the list. Uh, so I have one block right now my current Tempest stuff is I use the bridges with the hurricaneum, like 30 Iron Drakes and Longbeards and Rune Lord and Battle Mage all that stuff that can bridge wherever I want it to go like 24 inches yeah so the game I played with that I played against Slanesh as well uh, bridged right to the middle because I got he made me go first mm-hmm. so I bridged to the middle I flew high with my ironclad, dropped down right next to my Hurricaneum. So it got all the buffs from the Hurricaneum. And I just shot all of his keepers and Selesky off the board in first turn. Wow. (laughs) So he had no heroes to bring back any of his. He racked up like over. Yeah, he racked up like 90 some depravity.
2: But couldn't do anything with it. But couldn't do anything with
3: it. Oh, wow. So it was like game called right there because. There's he couldn't have done anything else i mean I mean he had a couple blocks of marauders, but right he, he it would have just it would have just been a you yeah know, oh yeah the next turn just, it would have been gone, yeah, so I was like okay all right i i I can do this you know uh anyway, yeah, so two good lists right there the tempest eye hollow heart I'm just uh, I'm in yeah. love. so the uh
2: the new rule for the ships too that I thought was really exciting was that it they count as uh I, i'm drawn a blank on the word right now but uh when you occupy a building a garrison garrison yeah you, yeah. the ship counts as a garrison yep so everybody that's in the ship unlike used to that now they can shoot out of the
3: ship correct so they can attack even uh combat so even oh, if, yeah even if you charge me on combat those guys can still fight but that also means they can be attacked separately
2: right so if you have a hero in there yeah. i can try and snipe the hero out of your ship you could
3: yeah yeah and the balloon guys they don't Ride on the ship anymore. Mm. So they they have a rule called hitcher, which um, up to seven guys can hitch a ride. Yeah, and uh, so if the model flies high, mm-hmm. and uh, you've got seven guys, you can take them with you, and they can. So they they have to be within six inches, and then when it lands wherever, you can put them within six inches. That's so, so much ba- Yeah, basically you just... Uh, so right now it's like you take a, a unit of six riggers mm-hmm. and the the new Endrin Master, and uh, and those seven can now go with them. Oh, wow. It, yeah, and they heal ships. So what you do for them is every one of them during the hero phase, you roll a dice, and on a four-up, you heal a wound. Yeah. So that's six guys every turn that you're rolling on a four-up. The Engine Master's command ability says that you can re-roll that if you need to. And then he has a D3 ability to heal. So he that's heals D3. They heal on a 4-up. re I think you can give him a command trait that says you don't have to spend a CP for that. So that's just a free ability then. That's It's like this army of mechanics now. Yeah. They're all flying around, repairing the ships during combat. Right. Yeah. So th- that's pretty cool. So I think you'll see a lot of ships with six riggers hanging on yeah zooming around uh you can do it with the frigates you can even do it with the gun haulers which is crazy so yeah. now you got these little tiny you know gunboats that are like pulling uh, these guys behind pulling them. these guys and uh yeah so i think yeah you're gonna see a lot more ships now you're not yeah and i don't think you're gonna see this 40 man unit of arcanauts mm-hmm. you're gonna Great. see like little 10 man units of arcanauts just trying to hold objectives while these ships are that's flying great. around shooting stuff. I like
1: the
0: ships. Yeah. That makes it fun. Yeah. I, I, I think that's what's so unique about the army.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. That, that that was the bad thing because of the skyhooks were so good. Nobody took all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they made it really hard to get in and get out of the boat, which it's still kind of a little hard to get in and out of the boat. Like, it all has to happen before um, it flies high. Uh, which is okay. It's it, it's not as restrictive. But there is a specific skyport you can take, I think, that allows you to... Or no, it's a, an endron works. Like it's an artifact for a ship that they okay. can get in and get out uh, before... Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Take all that back. It's a battalion. You take the battalion... That with the frigates and the arconauts and that allows them to get in before or after they fly high. Mm. So that's going to be nice. That's going to be good for objective taking. Those yeah. ships will just be, like, gone. That's
2: yeah. so cool. Yeah.
3: So I I, I think there's going to be some it, – it, it's definitely an army built for the objective game. You know what I mean? Yes, it's like yes. it's not going to be rolling in like – it's not it's not like a an alpha strike
2: anymore right. and it's not like gonna shoot you from the back of the table but the movement they' yeah they're, they're flying everywhere I,
3: I I think you can do an alpha strike but I think you're gonna pay for it mm. you know like you're not gonna last as long as you think you will yeah uh I don't think we can quite kill as much as we could kill before in the alpha strike I don't know it'll 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 be interesting to see yeah so uh yeah that's
2: that's a new book and this past year 2019 has just been this fantastic warhammer year it's been crazy yeah because we just got mark slaves to darkness
0: yeah really excited about that to be able to revisit those uh, that, that that was my first love right there was the slaves to darkness so and then way, way, way back in the old world
2: have you had a chance to look at the new book yet
0: I have. I'm perusing it right now. So uh, yeah, lot, lots of things, lots of ideas, lots of things I want to bring back out. Uh, but of course, I'm focusing
2: on something else right now. So, what are you focused on?
0: Oh, just a little campaign I'm about to jump into.
2: Hmm. Yeah, we <laughs> finished our skirmish campaign uh, about a month ago, and that was fantastic. And so now we're going to go into the next evolution. You know, for our at home. Uh, narrative campaign. And we're starting at 500 points. We and are. We're going to yeah. escalate up to probably finish somewhere around 1,000 points. Yeah, yeah, that's what we
3: figure.
0: Yeah. Right about that.
3: Yeah. And that'll be great to then launch to a third wave of, oh, yeah. you know, more. Yeah. Th- this will probably feel a little bit more like Path to Glory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not to Path to Glory, but it, it'll feel like it.
2: Yeah, we want that feeling of path to glory without the specific path to glory rules we kind of kind of Mm. of want to do our own thing and I think what we're going to do on the show tonight is iron out what our new narrative campaign will be Uh, but anything else in the past year that you guys want to talk about as far as like what we're working on now is a narrative campaign but what else were some highlights of
3: 2019 that you guys liked oh wow um, I mean, we, we kicked off our, uh, video battle reports. Yes. Oh my YouTube. God,
2: man. And you've been just crushing it. Like yeah, you're getting, killed. yeah. And amazing feedback.
3: Yeah. People are really enjoying it.
2: Yeah. Uh, and yeah. And people want more. Yeah. Just you know? need
3: more time and yeah. That's more, the tricky uh, part. more armies and
2: you know, more painted armies. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's what's, um, uh, going through this campaign. Mm-hmm. I'm building up my iron jaws. Yeah. Uh, and we're all, we're all building up these new armies from yeah. doing the narrative campaign so we're kind of doing uh, Tale of Four Warlords because now Mark, your son Killian he yes. wants to get involved he's building a yep. Nighthaunt army
0: uh, he's going with Nighthaunt he just completely fell in love uh, I, I think it was the whole horror aspect of it, especially with us playing the D and D campaign that we're in right now, Curse of Strahd. So he's enjoying that. And uh, I asked him about it. I'm like, man, you, you know, you were you were pretty heavy in going into Stormcast, and now all of a sudden you switched over to the Night Haunt. And he was like, man, I don't know, just just playing Curse of Strahd. I, I, I love that element about it. So uh, yeah, he really fell in love with the lore of the uh, the Night Haunt. So that's what he's going with.
2: That's fantastic! I, I, the night haunt are so cool. Yeah, you know, there's so much about them. Um, kicking around, Haley, uh, my wife, has been expressing. I've been more expressing interest in having her play <laughs> than she's been expressing, but because we used to play D and D minis, okay, that was know? fun. Yeah, that was you know, back when we were first getting into D and D. Before we played D and D together, we were. Uh, Uh, just playing minis and just Mm -hmm. like having little battles with those Mm -hmm. and telling her a small scale Warhammer or Warhammer skirmish or Warhammer on the narrative scale that we're talking about. It's not far from D&D minis where you have a war band, you know, and I think, I think she's going to get a kick out of it.
0: I think so too. And I think that's a great thing with a lot of people who might, you know, you know, 2000 point army might seem a little, you know, daunting to them to be able to jump into and you know, complete and paint and get, you know, get on the table and, and, and play, but uh, I, I think what we're doing is a lot more manageable for people, uh, you know, who might not have the time to play, you know, a full 2,000-point game or just uh, is starting off, you know, so I, I, I think it's great that we have this option right here to play these smaller games a little quicker and uh, to be able to get the new people uh, that are interested in it, uh, you know, in it, you know, and actually, you uh, Uh, Have them feel good about their Arby's, you know, instead of uh, having to paint so much and feeling the pressure of maybe getting so much on the table all at once. You know, they can start off small. They can start off going, "Okay, I got this. I got this." You know, know, the five hundred points. Yeah, yeah, that's manageable.
2: And we have so many people that are just so driven to to collect and build and paint. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, that I think there's a window for other people to casually just come in and, you know, Hey, I have two armies come over and play this other army against me. Oh yeah. So if they are into playing, but not into the building, collecting and painting, Mm. you know, they can just sit down and play with you, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think there's, you know, how there's barriers to entry. Like, like you were just saying, uh there's this opportunity for people that just casually come over and play with you that might get more people just getting more people playing and more people playing games. I would like to see more of that option. I and I think you're not gonna see game stores welcoming that so much. Mm. Like a Warhammer store. Not their part of their model is to sell models, <laughs> you know? Uh it, it,
0: but but also Part of their model is getting people into the hobby and wanting to collect. So what better way than these little bite-sized pieces for some people, you know?
2: Yeah. And I, I, I want to find a window for people that don't want to collect but want to play. I want to find the, that, that window of opportunity. I, I want to encourage the building, the painting, the playing because right. I love it. But not oh, yeah. everybody loves oh, it. But I want people to be excited about the game too. If yeah. they if they don't want to build and collect and paint, that's that's okay. If they yeah. want to come and play with us, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, t- t- totally. And uh, but you also got to think about that spectrum of people who, you know, maybe they don't want to commit to one army. Maybe they're yeah. like, man, I really like this. I can't and commit I really to one, like Army that <laughs> one. And I like this one as well. And okay, I'm I'm one of those, and I think all of us are. But uh, but this gives them an opportunity. Well, hey, I can have a little bit of everything and still play it. You know, I don't I don't have to commit to a full two thousand points. Right. You know, maybe and just have a little war band and be able to put them on the table and play a couple quick. You know, pickup games. You know, uh, so I, 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 that's really appealing.
2: And I, I uh, compulsively collect minis. Hmm uh it's it's like dice yes you know? yeah. <laughs> so the yeah. idea of like as we're doing this narrative campaign i kind of want to start another skirmish campaign consecutively <laughs> with a new army with a new army because i just yeah. i saw this stormcast auction and i just like <laughs> oh my god it was like five hundred dollars worth of stuff and i end up stealing it, it to be. For, yeah i stole it for a hundred dollars uh yeah. yeah and i yeah, I'm excited. I, I really probably have
3: enough to do a 500 point game with us. I do.
2: Yeah. I, I it's not all painted and assembled, but I could. Yeah. I could do. Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll do two narrative armies. Plus, I'm. <laughs> I, I am building a night hunt army for Haley, and I've already yeah. got 500 points of that ready to go. Yeah. So I've just got the three armies ready for our narrative campaign. Great. I might just do a battle report, just me against myself.
3: Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: would be great. <laughs>
3: you just like uh you know wear two different sleeves so in the video it looks like two different guys that are moving the models yeah exactly i'll (laughs) do i'll
2: record one half of it and then i'll come back and record the other half there you go change my clothes and everything
3: (laughs) peel off beard you know yeah yeah exactly
2: i'm I'm saying i might wear like oh the mystery player i'll put like a bag over my head or something (laughs) like that (laughs) that'd
3: be awesome yeah
2: like the mask singer (laughs) it's the the mask general oh
3: there you go yeah um no yeah that's it's so like they've just done a great job in in the aesthetics of the game you know rules aside aesthetics of the game it's so fun it's beautiful yeah
2: i think like the one of the things i didn't like about age of sigmar when it came out was that i felt i lost all the customization options i had in fantasy that I could create a general that was uniquely Hmm. mine, changing out weapons and doing all these different artifacts and spells and all that. It's here now. Yeah. This, where we're at with AOS right now, you have access to all the realms and all the different artifacts of the realms. You've got multiple books that you can choose artifacts from, uh, the endless spells. You can choose those to add to your army, the battalions. And there's Mm -hmm. so many different combos that it's possible to have no two armies the same unless you're going to a major tournament where everybody's that right, right. But then then you go to a major tournament and someone comes out of left field with something completely unique. Right. You're not ready for it. You're yeah. not ready for Oh, I didn't realize that battalion and that artifact would combo so well. Yeah. You know. Or
3: or you know that a certain kind of army is is great against everything except for this one thing. And so when everybody netlists, and then all of a sudden, you know, that one thing comes out, it's like, ah, yeah, it's so a causing havoc. Like
2: you like you were saying before, pre- that Warhammer GW likes to create the villain of the year, and this villain of the last year, mm-hmm. last half the year was Slaanesh. Yeah. And so if, 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 if Everybody's bringing either bringing Slanesh or bringing something to kill Slanesh. Right. You know. Yeah. Not much in between.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, when we were looking at the uh, on the group chat about the list for LVO, it was like eighteen of the armies were uh, o- uh, the new OBR Bone Reapers. Really, eighteen yeah. of them. Eighteen, and I think the next up was like nine. You know, like w- it was like. Uh, like nine slanesh, oh wow, and nine of this, or you know, nine of that. It, but it was like the the biggest chunk was eighteen different bone reaper armies, and it's I, like I think they're going to be I think they're going to be the bad guys for twenty twenty. Oh yeah,
2: because I haven't played against them yet. Uh, yeah, they do look tricky, and any kind of like anything that can hit you hard and then summon. You know that like, Slanesh is th- the same way. You know, and like Flesh Eater Quartz, they they do a ton of damage, and then
3: when you hit them back, they just bring
2: back everything yeah. you just killed.
3: And uh, that's tough. It's really tough. Um, yeah, I I don't think the Bone Reapers summon.
2: They don't summon. No. Oh, okay, because they're all right. Well, I'm gonna shut the fuck up because I don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Well, they're 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 the only Death Ones that don't. That's interesting. But they they don't do they heal i um, weird to picture a death army they do. that doesn't do so something like so each one's heal yeah. Each, yeah.
3: yeah so so they do heal back okay um uh and the mortec guard are like the big you know like the big problem so they're they're you know block they're the three-headed
2: us. three-faced guys no
3: they're the just the normal rank and file okay. dudes but they're like three up or they're four up armor save i think you can make them three up armor save and then they yeah. can like hit really easily mm-hmm. and uh, do like you can give them something give that does like two damage. Yeah. So y- you you know you they're go up against tanks.
0: Them. They're they're they're, exactly. they're the elite. So yeah. it's it's not like they're summoning and trying to overcome with you know mass quantities of troops. That's, right. that's what it seemed like to me. Yeah. And I don't I don't know that much about them yet. So
3: yeah. I mean it, it it's like taking your elite first- rank and file, like you said, Mark. And making that your battle line, your Mm -hmm. base battle line. Yeah. So, like, Graveguard being, like, your base. You know, like, Graveguard are so much better than normal skeletons. Or Chaos Warriors are better than Marauders. Things like that. And it's like, take them, and all of a sudden, they're your rank-and-file guys. And you're taking 20 to 40 of them in a block. And Mm -hmm. it's just, uh, apparently, it's just, like, it's really hard to just churn through them if you don't have a lot of rend. Yeah. Yeah and uh and then they heal and come back the next the next turn so but we'll see yeah we'll see i i think we'll see after lvo which is i think the next big tournament here to see what happens in the yes. sort of like the yeah with American so, many, meta uh, so many of these
2: yeah. bone reapers in there These bone reapers are going to be having a good time in vegas
3: oh yeah yeah just
2: <laughs> boning it up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, it's also and gonna reaping
3: be the consequences. Yeah, because some things <laughs> don't, don't stay in yeah. Vegas. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, LVO is also going to be the announcement of the new Elf Army.
3: Ah, yes. Which they've been kind of teasing.
2: Yeah, which, with an actual techless model. Yeah. Uh, so that the preview of that new army is supposed to be lvo weekend
3: yeah there's just so much coming out so fast
2: yeah which is great because i if you're a person that needs to collect everything you're going to be overwhelmed but if you're not it it there's so much to choose from yeah you know
3: there's so many great things which is why i've seen some other games kind of like not take off i think And one might be the reason why GW does this. I think there's a few reasons. One of them could be because competition-wise, if they're not coming out with fast enough stuff, it's not going to catch on. Your people will get bored, right? So people thought like Star Wars Legion was going to be like the GW killer, yeah, because so many people love Star Wars. But it's like they just didn't come out with stuff fast enough. Now they have a lot of stuff, but they didn't, so it just didn't catch on. I mean, I think people don't realize how entrenched people are in Warhammer. Yeah. But, um, you know, like, and there's some other games, and it's just like, they look great, but, um, you know, it's hard to compete with, like, jumping then into a world like this where it's, it's full. It's filled out. Oh, yeah. It's not empty. You're not waiting for something to come out that would kind of satisfy your itch it's like no it's there already it's yeah and there's just more coming right yeah yeah it's crazy so yeah
2: i and i was yeah i was just not enthused about it when it came out and now there's just so much and hopefully this role-playing games right around the corner which Mm -hmm. is if nothing else is just going to add to the lore and add to the story side of everything that's happening in the mortal realms
3: right that really
0: so because that's that's just so much fun is exploring that side of it too yeah Yeah. just 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 giving the armies a little more character you know making it your own that's that's great yeah yeah
2: speaking of character uh, do you guys want to talk about uh finalizing the details of our narrative campaign yeah let's do it sure why don't we take a quick break And then we'll dive into the narrative campaign.
0: You know, I can't think of anything better to eat a chicken wing in than a good quality t-shirt. Good quality t-shirt over my body. I don't even need a fucking napkin. I got sleeves, bitches. And you know where I go to get my t-shirts? I go to teespring.com. Those are the T-shirts that'll take
3: care of your chicken wing addiction, even if you do keep it at one in your wallet. You know, just for prosperity. Go to teespring.com forward slash warlando dash <laughs> <laughs> two. All right, we
2: are back from our break. We've uh, emptied our bladders and filled our glasses. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we uh, are talking narrative campaign. Let's break down what we have to start, what we've we've decided on. So we're doing a 500-point campaign, and we are going to, at the end of each battle, you're going to get points for winning, points for a draw, points for losing. Even if you lose, you're still going to get points. And those are points you can spend to add to your army. So you start with 500 if you win a game. I think we said we're going to go 80, 60, 40.
1: I think that's good yeah
2: i yeah. i agree so you win yeah. your first game you go into your second game with 580 points to spend right uh, to tweak your army
0: yep 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 uh, so and you don't have to spend them you can save
2: them for you know if you win the next uh, game well that's right. when we say you don't have to spend them are we gonna do where once you've spent it it's in your list forever or, uh, or can you swap some stuff out?
3: I think the way that we did it in the last campaign was that, uh, let me know if I remember correctly, if you spent it on your general yeah. yes. as in, the, in the form of adding units to, or uh, not adding units, adding abilities nope. to him or yeah. her, yeah. then that was done you can't take that back
0: yeah right i I agree with that because the focus for the uh uh, skirmish narrative campaign really was just developing these generals yeah and i think giving them the these you know attributes the these abilities these characteristics was really the highlight and i and i'd hate for that to change from game to game that just didn't seem right so far so so you you get it you had to make a good decision you know. So, so for our listeners that
2: might not know what we're talking about with uh, giving attributes to our general, Nicholas created a character builder, which is based off of the chapter-approved rules from right. uh, 40 The 40K. 2018
3: 40K chapter-approved yep. book, yeah.
2: Yeah, so there was a, a character builder mm-hmm. in there, and you adapted that for Age of Sigmar. And so for our skirmish campaign... Uh, we agreed that each one of the abilities in there was worth ten points, and there were things like uh, reroll ones on your save, add an extra wound to your model, uh, add a damage to your weapon, those kind of things. There was a huge list of something like fifty different things. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, easily, yeah, all kinds of really fun things to like. You had one uh, for your hero.
3: Yeah, that was if you rolled a yes. one, two, or three to uh, to wound or something. Yeah, to wound, it, it automatically fails. Automatically fails.
2: So even if your character, when I go to attack your guy, even if I have a two up to wound, now I roll a two or a three, it, it automatically fails. Right. Uh. So guys yeah, still have to hit. I still have to wound on a four up. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. So it's like, you know, yeah, it's not like minus two to your wound, but it's like kind of just helping him try to stay alive just a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, just something else to slow you down. Yeah, And, and you could stack that with something else that maybe it did give you a... Uh, right, like yeah. something
3: else that would give me an extra wound. Because yep. what we did do was say if you if there is a stackable ability like plus one to wound, yeah. what if you took... There are some things that you could take a second time, which would be like plus one to wound, mm-hmm. But you couldn't just pay 10 points again for it. If it's the second time you're taking it, it's 10 times 2. Yeah, so 20 points. 20 points. Add the second. So to have an additional, you know, it's 10 points for the plus 1, and then plus 1 again is another 20. That's 30 points you just sunk in to get for two two attributes attributes, right so you could mix in other attributes like the one that i that we just mentioned Mm -hmm. as another way to kind of try to that reminds me i mean
2: there's lots of other rpgs that are kind of like that uh like the star wars rpg i think if you were trying to like build things up it got more and more expensive as you
3: stack stuff on On the talent tree and different stuff like that yeah Yeah. so this is yeah very
2: much in that same vein i think that's a, a great idea yeah so we're bringing our same heroes over mm-hmm. from the skirmish campaign and we're going to keep the points we already spent
3: on the hero. On the hero. Yep. You can I'm change me. the hero to, s- to advance him to another model.
2: Yeah, so what the, one of the things we we're using the skirmish rules, you could make your general anything from whatever your uh, grand alliance you chose. Right. Uh, so it could be just any old... Soldier from any old battle line unit uh, From the skirmish rules and then if you wanted to upgrade them to the unit champion you would spend the five points And so we were combining that with the chapter approved uh, the the character builder Mm -hmm. and uh, So I I think I started out with just an orc ard boy Mm -hmm. that uh, made him the the unit champion Uh, so that was an extra five points So he ended up being right to start. He was something like 19 points. And then I would start spending stuff from the character builder and get him first 10 points. He's up to 29. Uh, One of the things we also said was, and we're going to continue this too, I believe, that uh, the points you spend on your hero cannot exceed 25% of your total points available. That is correct.
3: Right. So if it's a 500-point game... Your hero can't be more than 125 points yes yep yep, yep. Right. right so so for example f- for me coming into this i'm taking you know my guy who was a, a grave guard champion because yep. i'm playing death mm-hmm. like legions so grave guard champion as he's ascending to a lord executioner for night haunt yeah i think yeah and like so, an eighty-point model, so maybe? he's eighty points, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's 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 allowed to be in a legion's army. Yeah. so he's okay. He can he 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 takes that on. Um, but then I've given him like forty points of ability, so he's one hundred and twenty. So yeah. he fits within the one twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and so I think we you know we can continue to ascend the the general, and I think we to your question before i think we can swap out units within yes
2: but i was thinking the because we're also going to introduce the regiments of renown right so i think if we're doing that then we should have one unit that's remains i
0: I like that too so so since this is a new campaign uh i would like that idea of choosing one favored union unit to be able to be that that Champion that uh, uh, that one that is by your general side, and uh, and basically keeping them throughout the campaign. I think others can change. Yeah. I think I think that's fair. But mm-hmm. uh, being able to keep one unique unit, and
3: we're one, talking about one thing. War. Yeah, well, one thing we mentioned was I thought that we had talked about was like if yeah. we switch that out, mm-hmm. like if you wanted to, they just lose all of their buffs.
2: Yeah. All that stuff that you've earned okay. from the yep. regiments, remount, which to
3: me sounds fair. Like I mean, it's a tough call to make yeah. to switch them out if they're going to lose everything.
2: I I know that it. I'm not going to be switching mine out just because there's um, I, I doing a an orc army. I'm going to mm-hmm. do a big wah. Yeah. Uh, Waa. Uh. So there, it's all going to be either our boys brutes mm. or uh the savage orcs yeah uh so mm. i uh yeah i'm just gonna pick one of those and stick with it uh, throughout the campaign
3: okay but yeah
2: if you want to switch it out but yeah like you were saying the upgrades
3: yeah I, w- I mean i like the idea of sticking with it but i think you know if you if you really want to go in another direction I don't think I would want to stop you. Yeah, I but I don't. But I don't think you should be able to take all the, the you know the renown that you've built into that unit with it. Yeah, no,
0: I I, I agree. I, I all right. I like having the option. So so if you want to completely discard it, start over, change, then yeah, all the, all the benefits, everything you've acquired, I think needs to go. Yeah. With as well, so
2: yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Okay. So let's, yeah, from the top. We are doing the white dwarf skirmish rules for just for the composition of the general. Yes. Right. So you can use the, those rules, but no other rules from the skirmish campaign.
0: No, I, I think that's right. the only one that fits at this point in time.
3: Yeah, for this campaign, I think yep. we've graduated from those. Yeah. To normal mm-hmm. yep. Age of Sigmar rules. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. So, your general uh, can be any model from your uh, allegiance, right? Yep. And uh, you can spend five points to make it. If it's from uh, some kind of battle line unit or unit that can have an upgrade, then you can spend the five points to upgrade it. Right. Whatever right. that is. Uh, and another five to have like the special weapon, right? The, oh the yeah. That. Well, yeah, but I guess the uh, it, it it might depend on the unit. I don't think I have any that would require both. If you okay. most of mine, if you upgrade to a unit champion, it gets a different profile. Got it. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, but we're not going to spend the extra points. We yeah, because those are other skirmish rules. We don't have to worry about our units at all. Yeah, those kind of upgrades. All right, so skirmish rules for the general. Then we're gonna we're also gonna keep going with the character builder yep yeah I think so uh and then for artifacts uh, it's either gotta be from your allegiance or from the your realm right and we are gonna have our each have our realm chosen uh then we're doing for a victory 80 points uh draw 60 points uh loss 40 points yep yep uh, then the Regiments of Renown. Uh, we are okay. going to use the Regiments of Renown rules from the General's Handbook 2019. Okay. Yes. There's several different tables in there. Uh, so I think once you pick a table, you st- you have to stick with that table. So okay. there's only six upgrade options. Oh, okay. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Per table.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, because the first one was kind of a generic one. Yeah. And then the second, and then another one... Uh, and then it, and then it's speci- and then the other and the other table is specific to to you like whether you're like a like to your armor save or something like that Yeah there were like
2: there were restrictions like there it, yeah. there was like a kind of like a fast cab one you had to have a movement characteristic of some Yeah
0: yeah that's true yep. yeah, right
2: So but that yeah I think you you pick the one that suits your regiment of renown and then you stick with that one one of the regiment around rules that I love is that if your regiment is destroyed in a battle, uh, you roll a die, and if the number you roll mm. is less than the number of upgrades you have, you lose all your upgrades. No, oh, yeah, wow, it's, yeah, yeah it's that's a, brutal. Yeah, it yeah. is brutal. It's like your the units wiped out, and so it's all like green recruits that are coming in. You lost all your veterans, all the people that learned from battle experience. All those people are gone. You're like, they're
3: back out of the academy
2: again.
1: Ugh,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, the rookies.
3: Yeah, which I I feel like is, you know, to me sounds fair for you to be like, all right, on to another unit. Yeah. You know, like, that's why I feel like it's fair to swap out. Absolutely. Because I feel you could be like, you guys have failed me, and now I'm moving on to somebody else yes you can you can elect to do that yeah yeah Um, yeah no that that uh, that sounds good I like the regiments are renowned it's gonna be good so uh,
2: we were talking about how you uh, gain the opportunity to get these upgrades because we could we could assign points to them where you spend points to them just like you would uh, for your unit champion okay or yeah. we can have it so that you have to achieve something in
3: game Ooh, to earn it. I like that. So what we had That's... talked about was your idea was a hidden agenda for the game, and if you if you achieve that hidden agenda, then then that basically allows you to to purchase or not purchase but choose to choose an upgrade yeah you get so, to choose something so we
2: would i so i printed out the hidden agendas i was looking yeah. at those there's some that i think make sense and some that don't yeah uh so the uh some of them that make sense there's one that's uh retake you immediately complete this hidden agenda if you gain control of an objective that was controlled by your opponent uh so that's that's a fun one you if you uh if that unit mm. Takes an objective that your opponent controls. They complete that hidden agenda. They qualify for a regiment of renown for the next battle. And is it just like any if they accomplish any one of these? I think it I think we each should have to pick one before the battle. Hmm. So it's only one that you can get. Uh I think that would make it a challenge, but you can pick one that suits you. You know, you pick one that suits your unit.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Uh,
2: So like that one would be great because the odds are pretty good. You're going to be in a situation unless you get to the objective first and nobody ever takes it from you. You're not going to get to score it. Right. Uh, So there's that chance aspect to it. Or we could just make a list. We could have something like just wipe out a unit. But I think some of those are in here. That is more than nine inches from any enemy units. Attempts a ch- to charge, and that charge does not fail. There's, that one's come up before in other games we've played. I think yeah. I think we can go through this list, yeah, and we'll decide on ones we like that make sense. Yeah,
0: that's fine. Yeah, we can. Yep.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because I think some things to consider would be if it's you know you choose one hidden agenda and. Uh, and that that specific unit has to complete it that 's a bit that's a that i mean we 're not going to see very many we possibly could see very few you know renown handed out well, I think there some of them are are fairly
2: generic yeah, what I think we might see happen is that the losing army. Is the losing player is the one that's going after these hidden agendas? Like, ah, oh, I, I can't get those objectives. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna focus on getting my hidden agenda.
1: Yeah,
0: right. yeah, but that's giving another option, you know.
2: Yeah, Cause I, cause it, I like that. And if you're really kicking butt, you make it both. Oh you win, yeah, you win the well, game. It, you get your hidden agenda. Right. Like you're you're like your your army's getting powerful in a hurry if you're like really kicking ass. Yeah. So we were also talking about. Having some other random aspect. When we did our skirmish campaign, you got ten points for a win because it's much smaller scale, and we decided to throw in a winner would get a three d six bonus. So we had a random roll. You could end up getting you know eighteen points on top of the ten or Uh, three, like I did. Uh, And so we did. Yeah, three d six for a winner, two d six for a draw and uh, 1d6 for the loser. Right. Uh, which was nice every once in a while if you're only, you're only getting your six points, but you roll a six, and all of a sudden, you might have got as much as the winner. Yeah. Uh, so for this, uh, we've been kicking around ideas. Here's what I'd like uh, to suggest, mm-hmm. is that the hidden agendas that don't apply well to a unit, but might apply well to a general... Mm-hmm. not for what the general achieves but like for what the whole army achieves to show like you're a strategist so you're you choose one for your whole army and if your army achieves it mm-hmm. uh, that then you would get some other regiment around renown kind of option for your general or uh, maybe a roll of 4d6 Mm-hmm points add to your army well, cause, cause, right. mark you wanted you wanted something else random and i like that too i like the thought of having some kind of role
0: yeah yeah i i, I like that too I, I like that randomness to it you know where where you know maybe somebody who was on the losing spectrum you know they got a good role you know like chaos rain and uh mm-hmm. and the chaos gods looked upon them and uh gave them favor so uh and they came out of it a little closer, a little, a little more ahead than they were before. I mean, I, I like that. I like that aspect of it. But I also like, uh, you know, maybe being able to earn the right to roll or, you know, w- with these hidden agendas. I, I think that would be a fun aspect to it. What do you think?
2: Yeah. I, I, so why don't we say, unless we can think of a reason not to, let's say yeah. if you choose an army-wide hidden agenda... In okay. addition to the one you can pick for just the unit, okay, uh, you pick a different hidden agenda that applies uh, to your army in in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you complete that, you get you get an extra four d six points.
0: Oh wow! Yeah.
2: So you could Ooh. still be the loser and end up getting twenty four points if you had a perfect roll. Right.
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah totally random. What'd you say? Or an extra four points?
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or an extra four points.
0: I'm, I'm 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 thinking how I roll. So yes, I'm, I'm, you know.
2: <laughs> uh, to jump back, we had we played our D and D game tonight, and my dad uh, sitting next to me. He yes. uh he's he's the last level he got for his ranger. He's now <laughs> up to the point where he gets to shoot his bow three times when he attacks. He, he's and, legolas. Exactly, except <laughs> that he rolled three ones in a row.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. He I,
2: switched out his dice, three ones in a row. Pretty, I, he' pretty devastating. I, I can just see him. He's just. Son of a bitch. Gosh, I waited all week for this to roll three ones. I, <laughs> I know, but yeah, he did uh, have an inspiration. That's unheard of. Yeah. i
0: I've, I've never seen that before, and uh, amazing, and uh, I. I he left to buy a uh, like a lotto ticket, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he right was, he the game. did use his inspiration. and He did roll a hit on the last one. He rerolled the last okay. one and then
3: got okay. a hit on it. But do you have yeah. to use an inspiration for each for like the individual roll, or is it for uh, inspiration? The, like, all... I think is just one roll. Okay, yeah, one roll. Got it.
0: One roll of yeah. your choice. So
2: yep. But that's D and D. That's a whole mm. other game that we're talking yeah. about. But it's fun. <laughs> all right, so. We should each take another look at these after the episode. Take another look okay. at the hidden agendas and see if there's anything that we, you know, yeah. think doesn't make sense or uh, think we can modify, you know? Yeah. And if we want to narrow it down so there's only like six for a unit and six for a hero or six right. for, you know what I mean? That we can like keep it simple. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't really know, but you can guess what they might have. Yeah. You know I mean? yes. So if I see you like, oh, he's trying to get all four. Quadrants, Yeah. You know, that, that oh, I, I better get in the way and make yeah. sure he can't control one of these quadrants because I don't want him to get his hidden agenda. Yep. Those kind of things.
3: Yep. Okay. Uh,
2: does that... Oh, so now for the Realm Stones. No. The actual yeah. campaign part of the um, campaign...
0: Yeah, what are what are we doing? Do we do we want to divulge that information or uh, or leave it as a surprise? Because it's it, it's pretty freaking cool.
2: It is pretty. Well, do you want to? We already started talking about it because <laughs> well, I don't think we've completely finalized it. No. Okay, just, you want to keep that part secret when we start doing battle reports in the future? Yeah, we'll okay, we'll get yeah, to yeah, uh, let's let, let, let's do that part. let, let let's keep that. Uh, you know. Okay, so this is just how it starts off. This is our army composition and this is how our army grows throughout the campaign. Right. Right. Who's who's your general, Mark?
0: Uh my general is Dar of Gurr. You gotta say it right, guys. Gurr. Gur with a little key pause up. Uh, yeah, there uh, was a new
2: movie that. about Gur uh, last mm-hmm. month. Cats. Cats <laughs> <laughs> really yeah yeah it's all about yeah. dirt. And,
0: and so yeah. he's all about the show tunes he's all about uh, little jaw jo- <laughs> or jazz uh, hands. Yeah. Um, so but no no, nothing like that so, <laughs> so, so actually when we started the uh, narrative skirmish campaign I was just thinking of ideas I was thinking what do I want to play I want to play something different something I've never done before and uh, I was looking at some of my old models and I'm like man I have all these chaos hounds and I don't really get them out on the table anymore. You know what would be fun is just getting like all of these like hordes, just these packs of hounds out there. So I was thinking, well, what would it be? What what, what can my general be? And I'm thinking, hmm, what was one of my favorite movies that I probably watched 11 times a day on the old HBO uh, way back when, and uh, that was Beastmaster. So uh, yeah. uh, Dar, <laughs> who was uh, the original Beastmaster, uh, uh, of course my general is not as hunky as Mark Singer but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but still in the same vein I kind of I used him as a model and I was thinking well you know hey he's, he, he's the pack master so uh, he is Dar of Gur so he is the uh, uh, a follower of the red hound he is the, uh, the dog of war so uh, and he basically uh, the, my whole army I just want nothing but uh, uh, chaos hounds I have flesh hounds uh, I'm going all beasts. And, uh, of course, when I decide this, then they come out with Warcry, and then they have this whole faction uh, based around that. And then they come out with the, all these cool beasts, and uh, I still need to get them. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, there's so much cool stuff. All yep. these new beasts are coming out yeah,
0: with. Yeah, like the new Furies. And yeah. Those models look cool. So, yeah.
2: So much fun stuff there. Yeah. And it's so great. Just, just the idea of these escalation campaigns that you can just kind of pick and choose and try things out. You wouldn't yeah. do it on a co- really competitive list. You, you
3: can follow your passion. Hmm. You know, yeah.
0: Nicholas,
2: and that's
1: what,
0: that's what I like about it. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, and you can fill in the blank with maybe like, I'm going with this sort of you know theme, but I miss out on some pretty critical things. But that's what you know the character builder and the renown and all that stuff can hopefully fill in you can throw those points into that yeah you know know, helping to to fill in like well Mm -hmm. i never get this with my units because i've chosen this theme but now you maybe you can yeah so yeah that's awesome Uh, it it, it doesn't
0: feel like a like a canned list which which i just i'm just not about i you know right. (laughs) right It, you know it's, it's like well I'm doing this so I have to take these no no <laughs> I don't want to go that route
2: and that can be frustrating to know you're going to go play with people that you know I, and I love playing full games but mm-hmm. I feel like I have to bring certain things yeah, uh, to be competitive and, but I am totally spoiled because I've been a dar as a game player since before Age of Sigmar came out you know I have witch elves I had my cauldron of blood, you know, before Age of Sigmar was a thing. Yeah. So for for them to be good now, huh. I am playing. Yeah, what I want to play, and I'm competitive. Right, but not everybody has that luxury. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh well.
3: So Nicholas, tell us about helmet. <laughs> yes. So uh, I'm playing, uh, you know, legions, um, uh, death, and uh, my general was named is named helmet von Stix. and so he is a lowly uh uh i guess i called him a general but you know like he's a lowly you know officer come climbing the ranks um and uh you know ultimately working for Arcan, and uh he's he's working and trying to uh um you know build favor with arcan so that he can get closer he he's drawn back to you know not being undead and wants to kind of like live again in a in a way as much as he can and so he sees uh you know he sees those that kind of regain their flesh and regain their bodies and and he kind of he kind of like fawns for that so he he's wants to gain favor with arcan and he wants to be able to like rise up and and ultimately you know maybe like become a vampire lord or something like that. Um, but uh, through the last campaign, um, although points wise I was doing fairly well, you were helmet uh, did not succeed in the end, and so Arkan was unpleased and uh, and instead of ascending him to you know mortality in a sense uh, or you know the the as close as he could get to it he took him further away and so that's why he is now a night hunt character is because he's losing his yeah he's intangible he's intangible he's yeah so he's uh, he's become intangible and and to him that's not the direction he wants to go you
2: ever see hellraiser no well you know mark and i are just obsessed with the 80s cheese movies uh. <laughs> hellraiser is just such a, like a completely unique movie
0: oh i love that movie yeah um, and, 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 and if I may interject, I, uh, I ha- had the honor of meeting Clive Barker this past fall and getting a signed copy of the screenplay of Hellraiser signed by him. So, and so he was cool. just amazing. Anyway, go back. <laughs> <That's
2: what laughs> There's, <you're saying? laughs> uh, there are characters in Hellraiser that get resurrected, hmm. uh, but they're tainted from the afterlife, and when they get resurrected, they're like, literally just bones and muscle and veins they don't have skin they're barely alive yeah but they drain like a vampire they drain flesh from their victims okay uh, and it's weird they like stab their fingers in the back of people's necks it's such a gruesome gruesome movie but the thought of like starting with nothing not even Bones in the beginning, and then like slowly getting more tissue, and slowly becoming more tangible, and slowly going from ghost to skeleton to to like zombie to vampire. That's like
3: yeah. So he was skeleton helmet was skeleton, but now he's a little bit more ethereal than that. Yeah. So I think his his he's a the Lord Executioner, you know, which is that night haunt hero. Uh, yeah with the with the gallows above him and and uh and and so he uh he wants to come back Mm -hmm. i mean he'll do he'll do what he has to do which is win and kill and maim to get back but i think his job is going to be to to work back back to Arcan's favor so he can ascend ascend you know in the direction he's looking to that's so cool yeah Yeah, that's
0: awesome. i love that story of you know l- like a personal redemption
3: yeah. yeah yeah
2: but dark and gruesome yeah yeah oh yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it's always going to be dark and gruesome <laughs> <My> yeah
2: <book. laughs> this is uh it's not uh the grim dark future it's grim dark fantasy yeah, yeah. age of sigmar I love it. yep well what about you i uh as going into the skirmish campaign i played elves and i and i love playing elves uh, but the thing that's consistent with elves, at least uh, hopefully until we get some new el- elves from Heish. Yeah. Uh, but usually what you see with elves is that they're glass cannons. Hmm. And I didn't want to play a Daughters of Cain uh, in the campaign. Uh, I wanted to do something different and play something really tough with hmm. some staying power. And the the journey that I really like uh, is the journey of the orc, and I like that in the lore for the Iron Jaws is that when they win, they get bigger and they get tougher, and the more they win, they get the bigger they get and the tougher they get, and it just keeps going. And you, that's exactly what we were doing in our campaign, and that's what I wanted to see uh, for the hero of my orc mm-hmm. army. I ended up uh, going to Spellcrow and buying a bunch of conversion bits for orcs, and randomly they sent me uh, some conversion bits. Like They they like to give, if you buy stuff from them, they give you extra stuff usually. They just throw in the box, and what they threw in the box was a set of pirate-themed orc heads. (laughs) Nice. Conversion bits, and so I got those, and I was playing around with starting building this uh, Iron Jaws army, and these Pirate heads were sitting there. I'm like, well, I have to. Yeah. I have to make them pirate themed.
0: Got to. Oh, yeah.
2: Only It was only after that that I realized, oh, man, there are a lot of pirate themed Iron Jaws armies <laughs> out there. But still, I I wasn't immediately copying people. But now that I've seen all the conversions other people are doing, I do want to do some you of do these. You want to copy some of <laughs> Some of them are just so genius. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're you're War Chanter
3: is amazing. Oh, thanks. I love your war chanter. Yeah, I... Uh, he just makes me think of um, Willem Dafoe in uh, Boondock Saints. Yeah. There was like, a firefight!
1: <laughs> I, uh,
2: I, I have these uh, pistols with orc hands. Yeah. Uh, pistols. So I, I took the war chanter, I cut off his like, beat stick things, and I put pistols in each of his hands, and I took all the metal armor off the front of him, and patched it up a little bit. So he's like shirtless and he's got a pirate uh, pirate's captain's hat on mm-hmm. and he's holding up his arms straight up on either side and firing these pistols. And he, because he's a war trainer, war trainers don't have any ranged attacks. I figured yeah. like for like the story of it, he's like, he doesn't, He's just shooting blanks yeah. in the air to, like, encourage people. <laughs> like, that's, that's, instead of Warbeats beating the thing together, he's just, like, shooting his pistols. Right, right. To, like... Rally the troops. R- yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, my, my general is Scarch Coldblood. Uh. He's, uh, it's spelled Scorch, but because he's an orc, he says Scarch. Hmm. That's, that's his name, and his uh, ship... Uh, because he's from Akshi, and he uh, he's a pirate on the Charwin coast. Uh, he called his ship Gork's Revenge, mm. and so my army is uh, Scarch Coldblood and the crew of
3: Gork's Revenge. Nice, yeah. So you have got like peg, and yeah. we're, What are your guys' names? I, I
2: cut the one guy's leg off, so yeah. he gave him a peg leg, and I've got another guy with a hook hand and.
0: You uh, you basically have every every character in your army is named and and has a unique personality. Yep. So, yeah. So everyone,
2: I put like uh, a little. <laughs> I, I wrote a little name on the front. There's Peg awesome. and Red yeah. and the drummer is Ringo.
0: I, I, I really feel like I know them. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 I would seriously like just want to go out and have a beer
2: with them. <laughs> I bet they're fun at a party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until they destroy everything. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. get yeah, my general right now, Scarch, uh, going with the skirmish rules, um, I didn't want to spend too many points because the orc heroes, I want to get him to the point where he's a hero, and if I spend anything else in the character builder, to get to the point where I, I've already got 30 points, mm-hmm. and most of the heroes that I would want to use are at least 100 points. So I <laughs> couldn't do, use them right now. But I still wanted to make him a little tougher. So uh, he was a brute and now he's riding a gorgrunta.
1: Oh. oh.
2: Yeah, so that's what I'm bringing in for the next game. So a gorgrunta. <laughs> yeah, Scarch oh. on a gorgrunta. Oh. oh. Wow. Yeah. All right. And so he's got the unit upgrade. Okay. Uh to be the champion of a a gorgrunta. All right. Plus he's uh yeah, mounted on there. Oh man,
3: he's like is he like 5 5 wounds or something? Uh 5, or five wounds. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, he and uh yeah. He is it's gonna be good. I think with with the price of the Gore Grunta and the upgrades I've already given him from the character. He's a builder. hero. I mean he's pretty a hero, much yeah. he's he's eighty nine points. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um but yeah, I think he's worth as much as almost as much as a hundred point hero. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And i I named the Gore Grunta. Bangers and mash. Nice, ah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I wanted a, a food-related name for them, and figuring orcs are mostly British-sounding. Bangers and yeah,
3: yeah. No, that's great.
2: So, yeah, those are
3: our armies
2: for the campaign, fighting for ownership of the cursed kingdom of Warlando. Exactly. Yep. This is gonna be fun. It is. It's gonna be good. Yeah, I can't wait. So we should do it immediately you guys right. ready to go we'll we'll do it right now mark come sure. on over yep. drive drive back down from north orlando and get the table ready <laughs> <laughs> nice do you, are you guys ready like army build wise do you have any more hobbying to do i gotta finish painting the yeah. lord
3: executioner okay that's, yeah. It.
0: Yeah. that's a it. little a little more painting I think, and then uh, I think they'll be table worthy. So I think uh, what I think Games Workshop will call them battle ready, parade <sighs> nice. ready, maybe not so much, but battle ready. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah,
2: we're,
0: yeah, we're gonna
3: get it on.
2: I've got two more brutes to finish. Okay, okay. but then
3: I'm good. All right. yeah, All right, I good. I I think it's gonna be like one night, just oh, one yeah. night of painting, and I'll be ready. Yeah, so we'll do it. Sunday? Sunday yeah so I just need tomorrow night after uh, I've drank all day after yesterday. after you're at the Highland Gaines all yep. day <laughs> uh, yeah yeah
0: yeah we're uh yeah let's see let's see what, what what time is it right now so yeah so seven and a half hours right <laughs> I'll be uh, having a, a, a Your first a round picture of yep. uh, a good stout and a uh, and some <laughs> haggis. Oh,
2: so okay, we should probably call it end <laughs> of the episode, and we'll figure out eventually when we're going to play this thing. But I do want to make sure we record the entire campaign and and post it all. Oh, totally. Uh, so that will oh, be t- all available be to watch on YouTube.
0: Yes, let's do that because this is uh, this
2: is good fun all these rules that we just talked about we are going to put this together in a probably in a PDF we'll put the character builder in there uh the stuff that we're borrowing from skirmish uh where to find all the information about regiments of renown uh and we will uh, put that all together in one PDF so if you guys want to play along with us uh in the campaign that we're making uh you'll have all the resources available that you
3: Yeah, that sounds great. Yes. So uh,
2: anything else you want to say to our amazing listeners before we sign off? Oh, let's see.
0: Just, uh, well, no, just, uh, you know, happy new year. Love to see what you're working on. What armies do you have? What new year's resolutions uh, you got for the hobby? Just, uh, just, you know, get in touch with us. We love all that stuff.
2: Yeah, we you can find us, uh, Orlando Adam, Orlando Mark, or Orlando yep. Nick on Twitter or on Instagram. You can find us by those names. Uh, yep. And then we have our Facebook group, Orlando on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, hit us up through any of those channels. If you are in the Central Florida area, you want to get in a game, please get in touch with us.
3: Indeed. Yeah, and uh, we got some stuff coming out. Some dice. Yeah, and different things like that. We so. have some
2: Orlando dice. Yeah, and we have some T-shirts. Teespring, where you can uh, go and get a T-shirt. Yeah, uh, and if you're in uh, still in January, we have a uh, 25 off for our shirts for mm-hmm. January. If you use the code Critical, because it's the the double crit for 2020. So use the code Critical at Teespring or our store Orlando Dash Two on Teespring. Yeah, get 25 percent off a T-shirt. And help support our show. What does Orlando say when we're going to war? war!